Welcome to Hip Hop History. There's always a beginner, always an inventor, an originator, a first. Hip Hop is no exception. As I mentioned in season one, the Cool Herc episode, DJ Cool Herc was the first DJ, the originator of the art of hip hop. With him was his crew of Herculoids, consisting of Theodore Pucho and Coke Rock, the latter of the two being widely known as the very first MC. Born in the Bronx on April 24th, 1955, with his family roots going back to North Carolina, A1 Coke, Coco, as he was known before a dream brought him to his most well-known name as Coke LaRock. Coke was a friend and musical partner of DJ Cool Herc. Coke LaRock joined Cool Herc for the very first party, August 11th, 1973, to celebrate Herc's sister Cindy's birthday. It wasn't until about the fifth or sixth party that he took the name Coke LaRock. The name came to him in a dream. Before that time, he had no name and did this rapping out of sight from the audience so no one knew who was doing the rapping. Coke never had any intentions of signing a deal or becoming famous. His original his original raps were usually shout-outs to friends, but gradually the poetry emerged. He originally such phrases as you rock and you don't stop and ho tell mo tell you don't tell and we won't tell which was immortalized on the first Sugar Hill Gang single Rapper's Delight although LaRock never received any credit this is no different from Grandmaster Kaz getting zero credit from his rhymes being stolen for the same song Coke LaRock's raps were always purely improvisational unlike those of later 70s era rap groups such as Furious Five and Cold Crush Brothers who wrote down and rehearsed their rhymes and created elaborate routines according to LaRock while rap at first I would just call out my friends names. Then I pretended dudes had double parked cars. That was to impress the girls. Truthfully, I wasn't there to rap. I was just playing around. Nonetheless, The Rock's raps would, as much as Cool Herc's parties in the mid-70s, serve as a basic model for other hip-hop artists that would come into the Bronx music scene by the end of the decade. The Rock himself has argued that me and Herc were to hip-hop what Nicky Barnes and Frank Lucas were to drugs. Hip-hop groups soon patterned themselves after the original duo, and as time passes, the focus would shift from DJ to MC, and the popularity of Herc and the Herculoids began to wane as early as 1977. After Cool Herc was stabbed at a party, The Rock went looking to kill the perpetrator, who was part of the Executive Playhouse crew. We're going to take a short ad break here and get right back to the show. Thank you for listening to that ad. Now back to the show. He found the man's friends in a Bronx pool hall, but they had already moved their friend down south to avoid confrontation. After the incident, The Rock decided to step away from hip-hop and let the younger generation move in. Since he had had a long run, lasting several years, of being on top of the Bronx hip-hop scene, The Rock didn't want to continue. Also, his son Dante The Rock had just been born, and he needed to spend more time at home. Gary Harris, an employee of the first hip-hop record label, Sugar Hill, noted that people respected Herc and Coke, but by the early 80s, those guys were like specters. They just weren't visible on the scene anymore. In contrast to other early Bronx hip-hop artists like Africa Bambata and Grandmaster Flash, Coke the Rock, like his partner Cool Herc, never achieved any recording success mainly because Coke has never recorded vocals for his own project. However, in late 2008, we saw the release of what was deemed to be the first recording featuring The Rock, a song titled Hello, Merry Christmas Baby, which was released by Cedric and Cedar as part of a special holiday compilation to pay homage to the birthplace of hip-hop. The Rock's place in hip-hop history was arguably immortalized in the legendary 1986 Boogie Down production song South Bronx, the opening salvo of the so-called Bridge Wars, wherein KRS-One raps, now way back in the days when hip-hop began with Coke LaRock, Cool Herc, and then BAM. Coke LaRock had no association with, nor relation to, KRS-One's DJ at the time, Scott LaRock, nor did Coke and another influential MC, T LaRock, know one another in the early days of hip-hop, and thus the name was, the name similarity is coincidental slash inspired by Coke. As you may be able to tell, there is not much information about the originator. He stepped away from the, the game to care for his family and to ensure he would still be 
be here for them and not wrapped up in the pain and violence that had roared its ugly head in 1977. Coke is the purest form of hip hop imaginable. MC'd to MC, rhymed to rhyme, never did it for fame or the fortune. Personally, I will forever be indebted to the man that was the beginning of what I love most. Hip hop is a beautiful tapestry of experience, life, pain, love, sorrow, hurt, happiness, and absolutely rocking a party. Without the first, maybe we do get to this exact point, but that's a huge maybe. So thank your chosen, chosen one, for Coke Rock and the fact that we got every MC after made in his image. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hip Hop History. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review if possible. You can also follow us on Instagram at Hip Hop History Pod. Thank you, and have a great day.